This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Quick Slants Podcast on Game On Wisconsin. I am Jason Perrone of Game On Wisconsin and of the Pulse of the Pack podcast and the Pack-A-Day podcast. I am back, albeit a little bit later this week. But great news, exciting news at Game On Wisconsin as we continue to grow and evolve in only our second week of existence. We are now live on the podcast platforms. So make sure that you are following us, subscribing to us, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We had an amazing live. We've had, we've had several amazing live shows already. Go check them out. If you haven't, we had the mega show last weekend and we were visited by many special guests, including a few Packers players. We had Kingsley Kiki and Vernon Scott come join us. And we had coach Luke Neal, who trains Jamal Williams, come on and talk about training a professional athlete in COVID-19 times. We had a cameo by Jamal, albeit very short and brief. So if you haven't checked out the show, if for no other reason, go check that out because Jamal Williams does make a brief appearance on the show. So that was a blast. We had a great time. Jacob Westendorf and I hosted that and and had several of our team members on throughout the day talking about what they're going to be doing. We opened the show with comedian Tom Grossi and Packers fan. He was great, hilarious. And there's going to be more great guests that are going to be joining us on our shows in the future and on our other shows as well. This week, Maggie and Perry were back with Happy Hour Lombardi's Bar. On Wednesday, had the legendary and former Badger and Cleveland Browns tackle Joe Thomas on as a guest. Awesome show. Go check that one out if you haven't. I'm sure there's going to be, like I said, I'm sure there'll be more guest appearances on their show to come. Just the first of many, but... Our team has just been crushing it over there, so I had to give them some love and thank you for bearing with me as I do that and express my excitement for what's going on over at Game On Wisconsin right now. So we're, like I said, we're on all or most of the major podcast platforms, so you can now subscribe to Game On Wisconsin wherever you find podcasts. I'm an Apple user, so I use Apple Podcasts. You can enjoy all of our content then wherever you go. You'll find, look for us at, under Game On Wisconsin and you'll find all of our shows on there that we get posted up there and you'll be able to enjoy the audio of it. Uh, Again, like I said, wherever you go. So I did my first quick slants last week and I talked a bit about the Packers wide receiver position. One of the things I mentioned that many of us were looking forward to was Devin Funches in a Packers uniform. A week later, that, as we know now, is not going to happen in 2020 as Funches was the first Packers player to opt out of the 2020 season. And I wrote about this earlier this week at GameOnWisconsin.com. I'm willing to bet that there will be more Packers players who will opt out. The deadline for Packers players, or for any NFL player to do so, as it currently sits, is next week, August 4th. That's the initial deadline, but I'm reading that that date could get pushed depending on the many factors between the league and the NFLPA. They've got a lot to figure out, and as I've said before, this situation is fluid and constantly evolving. So Funches has some risks within his family and ultimately that made the decision not to play football this season, the best one for everyone and for him. As far as the Packers wide receiver position goes, Funches' absence is significant 
he was expected to play a large role in the offense this year. I think that's safe to say. He was one of the few major free agent signings the Packers had all offseason, and he was the only major addition to a positional group that many people felt underachieved last season. A team that went to the NFC Championship game underachieved. And the wide receiver position was a, is an area where many felt that the Packers could have improved and should have improved this season. That had many people feeling like receiver needed to be addressed sooner than later in the draft. We know how the draft went. And the fact that Funchess is now out of the picture doesn't mean that those of you who wanted to sign a receiver or draft one early can now come out and say, see, I told you. Not unless your platform back then was that they need more depth to deal with the attrition and fallout from COVID-19. If that was your platform, cheers, hats off to you for foreseeing this. Some probably did, but I think the majority of those out there wanted the Packers to address wide receiver because they were reading what the media was saying and they were listening to what everyone else was saying on social media that they can't get by with guys like Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Jake Kumaro. And if Alan Lazard's your number two, how good is your wide receiver group? Things like that. You know, if you come out and say, see, I told you so, and your platform wasn't this COVID-19 opting out attrition situation, you're just expressing your continued displeasure with what the Packers have done at wide receiver. And that's fine, but be clear about it and be honest with it, with about it. The team made the statement earlier this spring that they were fine with who they have on the roster and the wide receiver depth chart. They didn't add one outside of Funches. You know, they added, you know, he was he's a free agent who didn't play at all last season. He's still very young. And he was only given a one-year prove-it deal. So, you know, typically receivers that age, if they're getting another contract, are, are probably getting a good, healthy, veteran, multi-year contract. Funches has been in a unique situation. He was injured. He missed last season. The Packers didn't know what they'd be getting in him. They needed some depth. One year. Prove it. And by the way, for those that are still curious, because I know it's already been reported, but players who opt out of this season for COVID reasons by the deadline will have their contract told and Funches will be under contract for the Packers next year. The money that they've already paid to him for his roster bonus and signing bonus will count against this year's 2020 salary cap. But Devin Funches will play for the Packers if he plays NFL football in 2021. His contract will just roll forward into next year. So I guess, you know, another valid question is, did the Packers foresee that they might lose Funches or another player and they might have to mitigate that loss with an in-house option? If they weren't going to draft another receiver or sign another receiver, obviously they know if one of those guys goes down... They're going to have to replace him. And they're basically saying, look, we're fine to replace whoever goes down. And that includes Devontae Adams with what we've got. We don't, we didn't bring anybody else in. Now, there is, if Devontae Adams goes down, there are a few players on this Packers team who, if they go down, that it just screws the Packers. Straight up. Devontae Adams is one of those players. You are not going to replace a Devontae Adams. If he goes down, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, David Bakhtiari... Aaron Jones, it is going to absolutely annihilate 
the Packers' plans on the field. Doesn't mean that they're going to fail, but it annihilates their initial plan. Uh, you know, who knows if the Packers foresaw that, but I'd like to think that any football team, especially the Packers, because they're my team, I want them to be smart about how they operate, would prepare for losses because regardless of what we're dealing with in 2020, the injury rate in the NFL is near 100%. So you have to have a backup plan for every area of your roster. That's just that's just diligent planning. So the question is for me, do I think the wide receiver position is weaker because Funches opted out? Well, the easy answer and the short answer is yes, but... It's not a devastating blow. If it does become a devastating blow, if it ends up being that the Packers, you know, if it ends up being that, the Packers clearly missed something about their wide receivers room. If the absence of a guy who has never played in this offense and who isn't a proven entity ends up materially affecting the receiver position, that means something has gone haywire elsewhere in receiver land for the Packers and and that's not good. So right now, this means that you've got guys like Jake Kumaro, Reggie Begleton, Darius Shepard. You know, those guys are going to get some more looks. That's under the assumption that Adams, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Equinemius St. Brown, we're going to be on this team no matter what. Okay, no givens. One of them might opt out. One of them might get hurt. EQ didn't play at all last year. What if he comes back into camp and looks like not good? Maybe he doesn't make the roster, but my assumption is is that the Packers are planning on those four being on this depth chart because what we saw in 2018 in EQ's rookie season was enough for me to think that unless he's completely lost it over the past year of being out, he is going to be back on the on the roster and he's going to be part of the offense. But that fifth spot is now up for grabs, and if the Packers keep six, well, the, the door opens up even more for one of those guys. So... Maybe previously Reggie Begleton wasn't going to make this roster, but now he does because there's one less guy. Moving along to the other side of the ball, Packers defensive tackle Kenny Clark recently spoke to the Journal Sentinel's Jim Osarski this week ahead of reporting to training camp. He did this on a segment called Real Talk, and Clark talked about his feelings surrounding COVID and returning to play this season. I want to read his quote from Ozarski's Instagram post because it's a good glimpse into how some players see this situation. Clark says, I'm concerned about COVID. I don't want to get sick or anything, but I do miss football. I do miss playing ball. I would say just not even being able to go to OTAs and all that kind of stuff it kind of threw me off my plan in the offseason. I miss football and this is my love and everything, but I do want to still be safe and be able to know that I'm safe playing this game. I don't want to come home, get my girlfriend sick. My mom might come to the house and get my mom sick. I don't want any of that stuff happening. I just think they've got to find a way to keep not only us, but our family safe in the best way. I know if they were out here playing the game, they'd want to do the same thing for themselves. So Clark, they're thinking not just about himself and his teammates, but also his family. Guys, these decisions and situations are personal for these players. So the next time we want to get frustrated that all these players around the league are opting out, just remember that. You know, we don't and can't know all the reasons why some of these guys are choosing not to play. In the same breath, I'll just 
I'll just put out there that I think it's interesting to see how many key veterans are already opting out in New England. You know, a lot of history with that team and some of their goings on over the years. So they've earned the right for the side eyes they're getting in some circles. I'll just leave it at that. All right, Kenny Clark. (laughs) Getting back to Clark and some of his personal feelings, Kenny Clark was left off the NFL's top 100 players list. Left off. Now, I, I myself don't give a you-know-what about the top 100 list. I've never put much into it, written about it, or given it much of my energy, but I know that not all of you share that sentiment, so I'm addressing it here. It's downright disrespectful. That's the opening and title of this segment, if there were one. And if you want to know if Kenny Clark noticed that he was left off of the list, here was his response to our Game on Wisconsin tweet. We tweeted out, hit the disrespect out of the people not putting you in the NFL Top 100. Clark's response to that, he quote tweeted it, all they got to do is watch the tape. It'll never lie. It is what it is, though. We move on and get better. Move on and get better. Kenny Clark is going to do a 24-year-old stud defensive tackle in the NFL who's about to become eligible to sign a free agent contract. Get out of his rookie deal and get paid. My friends, this is why the Pro Bowl is also such a joke. The voting process and the way the NFL acknowledges superior play and players is broken. It is severely broken. Too much recency bias when you're asking players to rate their favorite player or their top player. Teammate bias. I don't know. I don't care. It's a joke. And it's why I'll never take these lists seriously. I, un- I understand why many of you do, and I'm not chastising any of you for it. I'm not chastising any of you for throwing stuff across the room, getting mad, tweeting about it, talking about it. Our own Jacob Westendorf wrote about Clark being snubbed earlier this week. Check out his piece at Game On Wisconsin. Clark is in a contract year. I mentioned it. And if his bank account were a home, uh, he'd be looking to add on an entire wing or an entire floor to that home. He wants to get paid. And he will. So thank you Top 100 Players List for lighting a fire in a guy who already plays with a ton of it. And may God have mercy <laughs> have mercy on the souls of those that line up across from him. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be me. And definitely not if you know how big or not big I am to begin with. All right, that's going to do it for this week's Quick Slants podcast. A quick one this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back again next week with some more about the Packers and what's been going on with them. But before I sign off, again, please give Game On Wisconsin a review wherever you watch podcasts. Hopefully it's a five-star review. Leave comments. Let us know how we're doing. Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel for those great live shows. The Freezer Podcast makes their debut this coming Monday. They will be right after Happy Hour with Maggie and Perry. And we'll have another Pulse of the Pack for you soon, along with all of our other great live shows. So like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter at at GameOnWI. Everyone, 
Have a good and safe weekend as we say goodbye to July and Packers training camp ramps up. Go Pack Go! Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae from right to left. Cutting left to the 50, to the 45, 40. Track down from behind. 